This is a main hustle media podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Jackie O and you're listening to Militantly Mixed. Yo, this is Rashani from the single simulcast. And when I'm not making you laugh or making up parody songs, I'm kicking back. Listening to Militantly Mixed. I would like to acknowledge that the Main Hustle Media podcasts are recorded on the traditional lands of the Karankawa, the Chumash, and the Tongva people, and I wish to pay my respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. Hey y'all, welcome to Militantly Mixed and by Furious, the podcasts about race, identity, and queerness from the mixed race and queer perspective. I decided to do this intro for both shows because it is an announcement that is going across um, everything, and then I will announce it alongside uh, Blurred Vision on Blurred Comics this coming Tuesday. But for a little while, I've been talking about that I have a transition coming up or there's things going on um, that I couldn't quite talk about yet. And now the announcement has been made official. I can share it on my shows, too. So for the last few months, things have been picking up quite a bit on the podcasting side, on Main Hustle Media side. I've been um, in conversations about a few opportunities that I would like to be able to focus and dedicate myself on. Uh, at the same time, at the same time, here at Gulf Coast Cosmos, my comic book shop in Houston, we've been able to get to the point that we can sustain the business with the business. We no longer have to worry about funding for the day-to-day operation part of it. Uh, but we are at the place where we're hoping that the next step is that we can actually afford to pay ourselves. And we're not there yet. Uh, the other part of that is that as two owners... It's not reasonable to expect that we could pay both of us a reasonable enough salary to be able to survive while also building this dream up. Uh, We did plan for and know that when we started this together, there was going to be a period of time we were going to have to split off. And with that in mind, I have taken only a 40% ownership of Gulf Coast Cosmos because Main Hustle Media is my priority. And when I entered into the agreement, I wanted to make sure that I didn't sacrifice Main Hustle Media um, at, at at all as much as I could, I guess, um, as much as I could avoid it, I mean, uh, because that Main Hustle is me, is Charmaine, is my main thing, and I wanted to be able to um, keep both of those things going. I knew that there was going to be a period of time in which Gulf Coast Cosmos was going to take most of my attention and effort, and that's essentially what happened in 2021. I had taken a number of hiatuses from podcasting because I was trying to prepare for my move to Houston and build everything up. And so I know there was a period of time that I was focused more on Gulf Coast Cosmos than I was on Main Hustle Media. But once I got here to Houston, settled in, we got the shop, you know, running in a a consistent manner, I guess, uh, I was able to kind of start refocusing and things. Some of my concerns that you've heard me talk about on both shows is, you know, trying to get the funding to keep things going on the the podcasting side and to be ready to pivot into some of those bigger opportunities that I have potential access to if only I'm able to dedicate myself to it. So that's that's where we that's where we got. 
around December, I started feeling a little bit of pressure um, to sustain both things. And I felt like I was getting to be on the verge of, I'm going to fail across the board or I need to let something go so that I can be successful in one direction. And that's a really hard thing for me to admit about myself because I think I want, I think I think I can do it all or I think I want to be able to do it all, but I'm tired and my stress level gets a lot higher because I don't want to be a disappointment. Um, if you heard my conversation with Blurred Vision on uh, Blurred Comics recently about uh, Encanto and the way I related to the Louisa character, um, the the lyric from her song, Service Pressure, I, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service, um, feeling like I was not able to maintain the same level for Militantly Mixed and, and Blurred Comics and By Furious and the shop was making me feel like I was feeling a little worthless. Um, and then I won the award for Militantly Mixed, and then I have an opportunity to be in um, something coming up that I can't talk about yet. Uh, and all of this stuff was telling me, you know, podcasting was your your first pa- your main passion. Um, comic bo- having a comic book shop in a black and brown community that services black and brown nerds was a lifelong dream and something I always wanted to do. Um, the podcasting became what I do after I got going. And so I was trying to figure out a way to do both of these things and I was trying to figure out a way to do both these things while also um, keeping the same energy for both. And that wasn't really possible anymore. So I started having conversations with Byron in December about how I was seeing the my future transition coming earlier than I than we had originally planned. In our original plan, which you're going to hear about later, because I'm going to share the um, dis- I'm going to share the announcement, the video announce, the audio from the video announcement that Byron and I did for Gulf Coast Cosmos. Um, I I started to say we we had originally planned that in two to three years, if we were if we were sustainable enough, I would roll off and create my own shop. So a branch of Gulf Coast Cosmos, either on the West Coast or East Coast, depending on where I wanted to move at that time. And uh, so that was always kind of a possibility. The other possibility was that Main Hustle Media would become bigger and I would want to focus all my energy on there. And so me having a 40% ownership versus a 50% ownership uh, was giving me the opportunity to pivot when the time came. We just thought that that time was going to come in two to three years. <laughs> I mean, literally, I moved from L.A. to Houston with the expectation that the next four to five years of my life was going to be the comic book shop and main hustle media. Um, I even wanted to build a studio in the back of the comic book shop so that I literally could do both of those things. But between the pandemic happening and kind of throwing our original plans out the window and us having to regroup and find a new way of doing this and my own success in the podcasting side, it happened to, it happened sooner. So I've only been in Houston for eight months. 
And I'm already going to transition out of Gulf Coast Cosmos to focus on main hustle media um, in a more dedicated and meaningful way. The reason why I'm able to do that is because my husband does have a, a new, he switched careers, he has a new position, which he is able to financially sustain us at the bare minimum. I mean, we don't, we're doing fine. I didn't mean bare minimum in a bad way. Um, but like, we can't do extra stuff. There's not like, I have dental work I haven't gotten done yet because we can't afford it. I need to get my breaks done, things like that. So it would be good if I could also be making money um, uh, so that we can do the things on top of our bare minimum needs um, to get by. And so that wasn't going to be possible sticking around at the shop for too much longer. And with Main Hustle Media, the way I earn money besides my Patreon sponsors um, is when I do my speaking engagements, but those are few and far between and not necessarily something that I can bank on for sure. You're going to make this amount of money this month, every, you know, every year. I can't, I can't bank on that. Uh, so what I'm going to be doing, which just sounds like I'm trading one hustle for another, but hopefully that's not the case is I am going to start doing some travel booking again. It's something I used to do when I was an executive assistant, but now I've found a new way to be able to do it in which if I have to travel for the podcasts, I'll be able to pay myself for traveling because I'm going to be a travel agent. <laughs> um, and then I will be able to do, you know, some part-time travel booking for other people, um, and that will be the money that I kind of do my extra stuff off of or live off of. Um, so I do have my travel agency, Travel by Maine. It is uh, sponsored by uh, Archer Travel and Evolution Channel Travel, which are the agencies that back me being able to do travel. Um, so right now I'm in the process of getting my my certifications finalized and everything like that. I, I already can start to book travel, but there are some other certifications that I'd like to get before I launch totally. And another reason why I'm doing that is because, I, as I've mentioned on Militantly Mixed, but I don't think I've mentioned on, on By Furious yet, uh, it's my goal to move out of the country in the next year or two. Uh, hopefully by the end of 2023 specifically, I would like to move abroad. And in doing that, I'm going to be starting a new podcast called Determined Departers, which will air in May, um, charting my journey and a friend of mine's journey going from American citizen to expat or immigrant into another country. Uh, we're also going to be talking to a lot of other expats, I, you know, future and current or past, future and current expats um, about their experiences as well. And in that process, I will be doubling up my travel business alongside that podcast um, to support each other. Everything I do always has a, a double in some way, shape, or form. Uh, with Main Hustle Media, that was the way that I was able to do Militantly Mixed. And then Militantly Mixed leads me to speaking engagements. With Blurred Comics, I'm a comic book fan that wants to talk about comics. I also have a comic book shop. I wanted to be able to do talk about both of those things in both of those places with Bi Furious, I get an opportunity to talk about queerness as it relates to uh, myself as a, a queer person of color. I also speak on Bi Furious. I also get opportunities to speak publicly on queerness. And with the Determined Departers, it's going to be the same thing through that show as well. And then with Determined Departers, I'm going to be talking about an expat and travel life while also booking travel and working as a travel agent part-time. 
um, to be able to support both of those things. So in every case of something I do, I usually have another way for it to be supporting something else that I'm doing. So it's not a real big departure. It is something I was already doing in the past. Um, I'm just retooling it. So I used to do corporate travel. This will be the first time that I do leisure travel and uh, expat travel or um, living abroad travel. Uh, I will also be trying to find a way to cater to Comic-Con travelers. Those, like in my case, I never get a chance to stay at the hotel that the cons are actually participating in because I can never afford it at the time that those things become available. So I always end up being off-site and having to get myself to those cons. I want to be able to support other nerds in, in their travel to Comic Cons as well. So I just found a way to be able to do another thing that I like to do, another thing that I'm, I've been good at in the past, and roll it into all the stuff that I'm already doing. So March 31st will officially be my last day as co-owner and uh, COO of Gulf Coast Cosmos. I will be transitioning my entire ownership over to Byron um, as the founder and CEO and my business partner in this. I will be transferring all of that over to him and I'll still be around as long as I'm in Houston. You know, this will be my shop as the in terms of the customer and and um, and I want to be able to support Byron in the ways that I reasonably can as someone who's no longer a, a co-owner and um, and then once I leave, uh, once I leave Houston, you know, I'll just be the cheerleader from the sidelines because I, I want, I believe in Gulf Coast Cosmos, what we, what we created and the purpose for why we created it. I believe in that mission. I want it to grow and be successful. And, um, and I'm just so glad and so proud of us for doing what we did. And I just want it to, to continue. I just, I just know that it, even though it happened two years earlier than we planned, this is the right time for me to go so that Gulf Coast Cosmos gets as an opportunity to be successful because it can't sustain both he and I as owners and I can be successful in the podcasting because that is um, my main hustle. So just to give you a little bit more of an insight and further into the conversation uh, of all the stuff that has changed, uh, Byron and I got on our social media platforms for Gulf Coast Cosmos and shared our journey to creating this shop and also the reasons why I'm transitioning out. Um, so I'm going to share that with y'all here. And um, for everybody that's been listening to all the podcasts, you know, all the different shows that I'm on, even when I do guest appearances on other shows, uh, for those of you who have become customers of Gulf Coast Cosmos and supported me that way as well, I am so appreciative of how much support I get from this community, um, the podcasting community from Militarily Mixed, from Blurred Comics, from Bifurious. I'm, I, I never thought I was going to be able to find community across all of my intersections. And through Main Hustle Media, I have been able to do that. And so thank you so much for everybody who supported and listened to me throughout these last almost four years of doing all this. And, um, and yeah, so without further ado, here is my discussion with Byron Kennedy, my co-owning business partner of Gulf Coast Cosmos. Peace, y'all.
always say just like just hit record. Just press record. So yeah, we, press record. Record button has been pressed. All right. Let's, yeah. Let's get it. All right. Hey y'all. It <laughs> What's is up? it's your co-founder, your co-host, your co-host. See, I'm a podcaster. I'm, my head's it's your co-owners of Gold Coast Cosmos. Uh Charmaine and Byron here. What's happening? And uh, we decided to pop on this video to uh, make an announcement that would be easier for y'all to hear from us versus reading it in our newsletter. Um, so just to give you a little background uh, about Gulf Coast, Co Gulf Coast Cosmos, for those of y'all who, who do follow us on social media and come into the shop, uh, Byron and I got together back in 2019 to create what would eventually become Gulf Coast Cosmos. A um, lot of- let's go back further, further. Than further, that. further, okay. Yeah, let's do like the whole- The whole, like, the origin story of, of Byron and Charmaine. Story. Yes, right. let's do that. So the origin story of Byron and Charmaine, we met at Full Sail University. We were students in the master's program of the entertainment business um, department. Yeah. And we became- fast friends and this is 10 years ago we became fast friends because we were the only people who had admitted to being comic book fans yeah. um we were also both brown <laughs> there you go. That and bad. um and there was just a bunch of stuff that you and i had in common mm -hmm. early enough that we became friends in our program Right. Um, we did a really intense one year master's program. And so throughout that time, Byron and I became friends. Sometimes we were uh, class. Sometimes we were like project mates. Sometimes we like worked together on projects and stuff like that. Right. And after um, we graduated from the program, Byron also took a break, but came back. And after we were both graduated, we just stayed friends right. all these years. We had never met in person, though. That I always think that's kind of the weirdest part about our relationship is that we know each other for nine years before we actually met in person. That really was it was it was super weird, but at the same time, because I, I guess because of the the world we live in, it still felt normal because yeah. you know we would like do all this you know talking in class and outside of class, and, and you know Skype we like, friends right Skype friends is like when I took my break. Uh, for, you know, to warn my dad, um, we still kept in touch. Yeah. You kept, you know, reaching out to me, making sure I was all right. And so, I mean, it felt normal to me. Yeah. Cause the thing is, even when we did finally meet in person in yeah. February of 2020 was when we, for the first time met in person, when I flew out to Houston to, to look for locations for the shop, um, we like saw each other in the airport and hugged each other. And that was the moment I realized we hadn't actually ever seen or touched each other. <laughs> yep. so yeah. Weird. Yeah. It was weird. Um, but call, it didn't you call feel... it meat space? Meat yeah. space. Yeah. I call meat it meat space. space. It was the yeah. first time we'd seen each other in meat space. And it didn't feel like we weren't actual friends. Like we, we had a, we, we definitely had grown in our friendship during this time. Um, right. So that's the origin of how, we know each other because over the course of these last 10 years, we've been talking about comics and um, I had shared, I, I, I want to say it's at least been six or seven years because that's when it was first starting to pop up for me that I had shared the desire to open a comic book shop eventually um, right. focusing on black and brown space and, and safe space. And, and for people like us, uh, because we are the discounted fan 
within right. the comic book world. And that was a shared thing that you, you also had. And right. um, so now establishing that flash forward to 2019, I get a late night or not a late night conversation It's late for you, but not as late for me. I was on the West coast. Right. I get a late night call from Byron and he's like, Hey, Manny, let's talk. No, 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 like, you gotta do the voice. You gotta do Wait, I, I, I only do, I only mimic you when I do the, the, you're not gonna believe this. Um, so, Byron, <laughs> so Byron calls me once late night and he's like, Manny. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even let, I don't, if my memory is correct, I think, but it could have been two different conversations, maybe. But the way I have it in my memory is that you're like, Manny, and I'm like, wait a second, this this stuff That's happened exactly to me today. Yep. And I like completely interrupted Byron to tell him how I was disenfranchised at a, a yet another comic book shop yep. where my normal shop, I didn't order a book in time. And I happened to be driving around North Hollywood and I was like, I called my comic book shop and I was like, hey, do you have a number two of X, uh, House of X? And they were like, no, we sold out already. And I was like, all right, put me on a poll for the future, but I'm going to go buy this book at this other shop. Mm-hmm. I go into the shop. I go straight to Marvel. I grab uh, House of X2 and I come to the front and I go to buy it. And the guy says to me, do you understand that this is the second in a series, an X-Men series? And it was just so irritating because this this stuff happens to me all the time whenever I go into a space that um, I don't know if it's just my brown or if it's also my fan body. I'm not seen as a possible fan of comics. And so I, um, you know, I clapped back with, do you understand that I walked straight to Marvel, picked up the book and came straight here and I didn't browse. Like, clearly I knew exactly what I wanted. My, my mic's not working. Still. It, hmm. It's like this sharp pinging. Hmm. All right. Let me pull out my headphones and see if that helps. Does that help? <laughs> okay. Um, Do you hear what I talk? No. Okay. It's not, it's not happening on my side at all. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, so the so I clap back with the. Do you understand that I walked straight to Marvel and grabbed this book and came here and I didn't browse? You know, I was I was frustrated and I, I shouldn't have spent money at that shop, but at that point I just wanted my book and I already knew that my regular store didn't have it. So when I'm telling you the story. I'm going off about like, I'm so tired of feeling like this. Every time I come to a comic book shop, I just want to have a space, safe space where it's okay to be a brown femme, you know, that is into comics. And, um, and that's when you hit me with, you're not going to believe this. And you, <laughs> you want to pick up the story from that part. <laughs> and, 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 and my plan was, uh, out of all the conversations that we had had in school, in you know, in grad school, uh, and all of those fantasy scenarios that we would like throw back and forth at each other, this opportune moment happens uh, when um, I came across a uh, a small business entrepreneurship program here in Houston. Uh, launched by the EEDC, the Emancipation Economic Development Council. And 
it was it was that moment of jump on this or or miss the boat. And I said, I I'll be damned if I miss this opportunity. So I, you know, was like, yes, I applied, uh, got accepted into the program, and and in my mind, uh, the the one thing that I knew I could not do was this business endeavor by myself. And the the one person that it made absolute sense to to go into this business endeavor with is my, you know, my dog, Charmaine. I was like, it just, you know, because of all the people, one, it's like, you know, we've just finished this, you know, uh, business program. We both have, you know, master's degrees in business. So yeah. And on top of that, we both have a love for comic books. We both have a love for, you know, the black and brown communities and any other marginalized community that exists that we are part of. So it was it was a no brainer for me. We've always been mission oriented in terms yeah. of um, being of service to our communities, yeah. all the communities that, that we are members of. Um, and so it, the alignment was crazy. So the alignment was crazy. But at the first, when you first told me about it, what I didn't understand that you were communicating was you were inviting me in with you more so than inviting me to cheer you in right. this endeavor that you were right. going to do. So it's still a couple of calls until it clicks for me <laughs> that, <laughs> that what you were doing was saying like, I'm in this program, but when right. I'm done, I would like you to be a part of this with me. And right. I do remember a, an afternoon call where I'm pacing through my living room because that's how I am on the phone. I pace up and down. And right. I said, like, would you want a partner in this? And you were like, fool. That's, yeah, I, I thought that that was clear from the first conversation. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Um, right. So so by late, by like fall of 2019, yeah. we had agreed to be partners in what would eventually become Gulf Coast Cosmos. Yeah. Um, we we decided a split because for me at the time I was I, I was working um, as an HR manager, which I knew I didn't want to do forever, but I was also podcasting. I was doing a lot of public speaking on race and queerness. And um, and so we worked out something that was that would allow me to continue to make that my priority, but also doing the shop at the same time. And right. so we what we did was we did um, a 60 40 split. Um, you were the founder. You invited me to be a part of it with you. Um, you were going to be the CEO. And yep. um, because I am more operationally involved in the way that I work, I operations was great for me. I didn't need to be CEO. I needed to to kind of work out operations and stuff. Right. And um, and that that would allow me to still do my podcasting and my public speaking. And we, we would work this out. Now, what we didn't know was going to happen <laughs> because in February 2020, I flew out to Houston from L.A. with the intention that we were going to find our location and then right. I would be moving to Houston that May or June. I think my at least probably went to June or something like that. I'm pretty um, sure that people are like in their heads. They're like, you know, sticking the dates on the calendars. Yeah, going, I'm, I'm putting those February dates. February 2020. Oh, oh. Yeah. So yeah. the pandemic hit, like I basically got off the plane 
from Houston, like I came to Houston, we looked around for places, we took video, we, we were about to pitch for fundraising and stuff like that. I get on the plane to go back to LA and <laughs> everybody's sick yep. by the time I get back to LA. Yeah. Um, and so it, that's when it was, uh, you know, when it had become a thing. Cause it was like mid February. Right. Um, because by early March we're locked down in LA. We ain't going nowhere. Everything shut so down. We, we didn't know what to do. We decided to like rethink about our business plan and what that meant. That meant we weren't going to physically be opening in the summer of 2020, yep. but, um, yep. so we lost the location that we were looking at and yep. we decided to launch online and then I decided to stay in L.A. for another year because I'm like, yeah. why move there if I can't even be in the shop? And yeah. I kept the job that I, I had at that time. And um, and we can just continue to build. You know, we did that. And and Byron, for you know, for people who don't know, Byron was managing all of the physical sales out of his home, basically, for that first like six to seven months. Yeah. And, you know, I was doing as much as I could do on like the remote end whatever i could do remotely um, right. but it was pretty challenging to to run this company with no one really knowing we existed because we couldn't even have a storefront or a pop-up for right. that matter yeah. um, and yet yeah. we were still making sales we were still we were still getting a little bit of business um and it was it was a pretty wild ride during that period yep. once i realized when i could come I knew I was going to be moving out here. Um, I ended up, I think we both like re-upped our leases at the same time. Yep. And we were kind of on the same track or whatever. And so yep. I knew that I could move here in July of 2021, which is what I did. I So I we've been in business together at this point for a year, a year and a half or so. And yep. I finally get out here. Um, and by then you're doing the pop-ups at the EEDC and everything. Yep. Yep. Um, so in our minds what we thought were going to happen is we'd get our physical location and like two or three years we'd build up and hopefully get big enough that we could get um, either a bigger space than what we were originally in or i would we'd be big enough that i would move to a different city i'd probably go back to the west coast and open up west coast cosmos so that's that was one of the ideas of things that we could do mm -hmm. the other part was that i was still podcasting there in this time and there was going to be times I was going to be traveling and things like that, too. So it was important that I was not a half owner, a 50-50 owner. I needed to be able to split my world between these two things. Right. Um, so that was a plan. We knew we were going to do that. The future was going to be like this. Hopefully we could have extra chapters in other cities and maybe even a mentorship program that would allow people to come up through the shop. And maybe they would open their East Coast Cosmos or their, you know, what whatever whatever coast cosmos yeah. we're gonna they were gonna be in it. Um, but what has happened in the eight months that, since I've been here to Houston? And just a reminder, I packed up, I left LA and came to Houston to do this future. Um, my podcasting has grown. I have recently received an award for. Um, from the Asian American Podcasters Association for one of my shows. Two-time award winner. The big one was most recently, um, but yes, two times I've received, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Rewards for podcasting. Um, I've been getting a little bit more press related to my, my podcast. And I have a few projects that are coming up in the future uh, where they're not ready yet. So I can't talk about them or anything, but it's getting to the point that it was stressing me out that I didn't know how to balance these two things anymore. I didn't think 
I didn't think the podcasting would pop up of now of all time. I've been doing this show militantly mixed for four years. I didn't think that it would pop off now, right after I get to Houston. And as Gulf Coast Cosmos is growing and as we're getting press together. Right. Um, but it did. It, that's what's happened is that um, between the award and these projects that are coming up connected to my podcasting, um, I didn't know how to figure out how to balance these two things. So, And the important thing for everyone to understand is that because we went into this knowing that, you know, with Charmaine's main hustle media uh, and with the podcasts and with our public speaking, uh, we had the 60-40 split so that it would enable you to make an easier transition out of yeah. yeah, for for you to do the things that you know, in in all you know, in all honesty, that is you know that is priority. Your 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 your. It's my main hustle. Your, <laughs> it's your main. It's your main hustle. So yeah, and put it like that. And yeah. uh, and and Gulf Coast Cosmos uh is at a point where in in these different phases that we have worked to get it to. Gulf Coast Cosmos now is able to to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. And that's we're we're in a happy place. We're, I'm, we're in a happy I'm place. so happy that we got there, but I'm so surprised that we got there as fast as and, we did. Yeah. Um, like honestly, when we're to even have this announcement or this conversation, yeah. I'm thinking that this is a conversation we would be announcing two years from now. I didn't I expect that I would move to Houston and seven months later be like but that's where we find ourselves the business is sustaining itself for the most part Um, the next step in our growth is a combination of being able to pay ourselves yes not just the business right and being able to get that larger space which is still in the future it's it's not happening tomorrow Mm. um so that's where we're at and it got to a point so I'm announcing, if it's not clear, I'm announcing that I am going to be away from Gulf Coast Cosmos at the end of March. But that that bittersweet announcement is is a combination of um, the the good success that we've had at Gulf Coast so far. God damn it. (laughs) I don't like to be emotional in front of people. I don't like to do feelings. <laughs> punch those feelings. Um, yeah, punch them. Uh, the, the, the business is doing so well that we need to discuss yeah. that it can't sustain both of us. Like both of our bills can't be paid during right. this. And we, we knew this was, we knew this was going to happen. I think we thought it was going to be happening further into the future further, yeah, further than it is now. Right. So it's a, it's a weird, good problem that yeah. we're doing so well that we have to decide this now. Yeah. Um, it's, it can, it's, we're, we're closer to be able to pay one of us than, than we are to be able to pay both of us. Okay. Yeah. And um, so that's number one, that's part of it is that the business is doing well enough that it's can sustain itself. We just have to get to the next step of being able to pay one of us or, or, you know, eventually the goal was both of us. The second part for me is, um, COVID. I don't want to go outside. <laughs> I don't want to go outside. 
I I don't want to laugh about it, but like I I have to say, it's honestly, it is part of the motivation and timing is a combination of what's happening with me with Main Hustle Media and Militantly Mix in particular, mm-hmm. Gulf Coast Cosmos, and the fact that also going outside right now has gotten scary again. Right. Um, so I, I'm including it. it. It's a personal thing, but I'm I'm including that that uh, once we had to stop doing our in-person events because of yeah. the red zone, my brain started to get a little bit like, well, do we want to be? Do I want to be outside during yeah. that time? So I'll say that as part of the story. And that's true. The, the biggest part of the story for my personal side of it is that Main Hustle Media is finally getting the opportunity to become what I had dreamed it would become back in 2018. Um, and I'm just so close to it. But I, I had to decide to choose it. I guess. Um, And so that that's where we're at. So uh, it's bittersweet because Gulf Coast Cosmos wasn't necessarily secondary, even though it wasn't technically my main hustle. Um, You know, I I didn't I didn't I called main hustle media, main hustle media intentionally. And I want to keep reminding myself that that was the goal. And that is the thing that I created under my own steam. But Gulf Coast Cosmos, we did create together for the most part. I mean, I came in a little bit later um, than you, but for the most part, it is our shared um, baby. And so it'll always be important to me enough that I didn't want to retain any co-ownership as I leave because I don't want to put you on the hook for responsibilities that I was no longer going to be participating in. Um, Cause I thought about it. I was like, do I want to keep some of my ownership? Do I want to be in name only, you right. know, whatever. Um, but in the end, the legacy of what we've created Gulf Coast Cosmos being the first black owned, first Blasian owned, first queer owned comic book shop in Texas, but probably everywhere. Um, <laughs> you know, I still have not found a Blasian owned comic book shop. I haven't found a Blasian owned comic book store anywhere else. Um <laughs> Uh, that's more important to survive than yeah. Charmaine Fury being the yeah. co-owner. Right. Um, I, I, we've talked about legacy plan for the future too. And, and, and as you continue on after I'm um, no longer a co-owner, I still hope to be a part of witnessing what that is. And, right. um, and for however long I'm still here in Houston, I'm still going to be here. This is going to be my shop that I come to buy my comics at and stuff. Um, but I just, I needed to be able to not do a disservice to both things, not give everything that I needed to give to main hustle and not give everything that I needed to give to Gulf coast, because there's been some times that it's been so busy that I come in and look at you like I'm not alive. <laughs> and um it's really hard to like admit like mm-hmm. there are sometimes you can't do all the things. And I finally hit that window where I had to acknowledge I couldn't do all the things. We've had some, we've had some offline conversations and they like all of our conversations and we've had these, these talks where, where we talk so openly and honestly about, you know, 
how we feel and that, you know, ability or inability to give ourselves grace in that moment yeah. uh, has has been a reminder of one of us is reminding the other. Yeah. Uh, look, oh, we're we great about reminding yeah. the other person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like, you know, you look in the mirror and you go, mm, mm, mm. you forget mm -hmm. to give yourself grace. Yes. So, yes. you know, being able to do that uh, and finally being able to do that for yourself is... Yeah. It is. Oh, that sucks. I mean, honestly, yeah. like by the time I had to admit it, admit it. And you've seen me do versions of this in the past too. Like this is not just since we've been in business together, but in our friendship, you've seen me do it. Yeah. Where you you have done those call in check ins. Yeah. Where you're like telling me, like, are you out your mind? Like, take a nap. You know, whatever. You've done this for me as my friend for many yeah. years. Yeah. As my business partner. You know, it's tough because you, you want to be supportive. Of, like, I can see it. You wanted to be supportive of me as your friend, but you've also wanted to be like, but we built this thing together. Right. It, and to me, honestly, at the end of the day, it's like, I can't make you choose this shop when I know your future. You, so I see all of the potential and all of the talent that you have always had to me. Mm -hmm. Me, looking at you, I see all of the potential and the, and the talent that you have as a podcaster, as a public speaker, as a public figure, I dare say. So I see all of that. And I'd be one hell of a jackass to <laughs> say, girl, you need to choose this shot because all of this, uh, you need to drop yeah. all of that other stuff. No, what? No. Had, no. had that been the promise, that would have been a different thing. But because we did, we had planned for sure. something like this, whether mm -hmm. that meant a different branch right. or whatever, we always built the podcast, my podcasting in. Right, uh, right, you right. also have things that are built in, too. I so have we a, have yeah. tag team Production company. Yeah, yeah. I have all that, yeah. We've tag teamed each other uh, mm -hmm. before. Yeah. It's just gotten to the point that, like, about two years earlier than I think I had anticipated. Right. It, it yeah, it's now. It, it's just now. Mm -hmm. um, and it was not. Let me say, it was not easy. Even as I knew what I needed to do, yes, it still wasn't an easy decision because we packed our we packed our life. We left LA to come here. You know, um, it wasn't a casual. Right. I mean, I make a joke about being a nomad. Like, I technically will pack up in a moment as long as I can afford it and move somewhere else. I like that adventure. But that's still an effort. It's an effort. And this was way too soon. We've never moved this quickly. You know, we've right. never. So to move to Houston with the with the expectation to not be here for the shop was mm -hmm. not in the thought process. So I also had to yeah. talk about it with my partner, too, and my, you know, and yeah. And be like, hey, <laughs> you know how we packed up our life from L.A. and moved all the way here? Um, right. To be fair, they hate L.A., so they were fine with the move. Yeah. Um, but to make sure that I checked in of like, you know, they've done a sacrifice also for me to come out here to do this. Right. Um, and it's it's for him. It's yeah, of course, what you need to do. You know, we do that. Um, so, yeah. 
And I'm so really impressed by that fact that you have a partner that is, you know, so that's hella supportive. That is so. We've been doing it for years. I mean, I've moved all over the state, the country for for schooling, mm-hmm. for jobs that, that he's had. Yeah. And, um, it's we basically have been viewing this as my turn. Um, yeah. So we did five years in California, five years in Texas, five years in Massachusetts, five years in California was kind of me, but I didn't get off what I was trying to get off at the time to pop off. And so the comic book shop was the next tier of focusing on me. And it just did. And I mean, it was, there's no, Like, I know I can walk away and be like, we did it. Right. So you I just look at it and you can point to it and yes. put hands on it, like the old folks say. It's like you can actually put hands on it and say, yeah. Yeah. So, no matter what happens for Gulf Coast in the future, as you get into your next location and as, as all yeah. this other stuff happens, <laughs> I still know that I'm a part of this window. Yep. The creation, the branding, the. Yep. The first events, the the physical location, the first physical location, um, that that is, I just had to reframe my brain to be like, okay, so I wasn't here for the the long time, but I was here for the beginning. Right. And, um, and, and that, that was, that ended up being what my role was. Right. Uh, to, to be honest, that's a fair thing for me now in high, like now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, that I'm, I am a, I am that person. I am a create something and help people get to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Which was also something that we talked about. We did. But again, I thought this was going to be like a five year (laughs) thing from the beginning. Like if I'm counting back to 2019, thought it was going to be like 2019 until whenever before we even talked about is the next move me moving on or is the next move west coast cosmos or east coast or wherever in the world i was going to end up um i mean my next adventure is i'm trying to leave the country (laughs) so so that's we'll talk about that on another episode Uh, but yeah so these opportunities that i have coming up will afford me a lot more travel um a lot more speaking opportunities um, I'm hoping that there is um, either TV and or film versions of things that I've been working on before. Um, yeah. And I need to be able to say yes when those opportunities present themselves. And um, where I was at even a month ago, I didn't know if those opportunities dropped in my lap, if I could say yes. Now we have a plan um, that for the next six weeks or so I'll be, you know, working towards removing my name off of things and blah, 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 to, to bring it all the way full, fully owned by you. Um, but I don't feel like that means I'm not present or, you know, if I'm in Houston and you have an event, obviously I'm going to be there. I'll be part of it and stuff like that. I do think about events real quick because we still got this month, the rest of this month, and next month. So what are we doing for next month? Well, so we've been concerned about we've, us being in the red zone here in Houston and everything like that. That's why we haven't done an in-person um, geek meet or melage meet. Uh, what I what I 
think we we have talked though about doing a, a do the doing the cosmic fashion show that we didn't get to do in December. Right. And um the unfortunate side of not being able to do that thing in December was one, it was my birthday. <laughs> so I was sad. Uh but we had had an in-store COVID exposure. So that's why we, you know. Right. Put the brakes on it to make sure we were safe and the people who were attending were safe. Um, right. Luckily, nobody had it. We just yeah. were informed of an exposure. Um, so I've been bummed since then that we didn't get to do this thing that we've been talking about. So I think you and me both, honestly. I, so as much as like you know, we go back and forth about cosplay and all this kind of stuff. It's like for me, it is me getting off to seeing people enjoy themselves and just being in their in their moment i yeah. love that and i wanted that to happen yeah i, so I we'll, really wanted that to happen to you we're gonna make that happen before cool. i officially leave yes. um march 26th we're thinking about the saturday march 26th that we will do the fast the cosplay fashion show that we didn't get a chance to do in december um yep. so i've let a, i've let some of those people who who had signed up know um yep. for anybody out there who has met us since then or has since then decided they want to do cosplay, uh, we're going to put some kind of sign up up um, Google form sign up so that you can sign up to participate. Um, you can wear whatever fandom you like, whether it's comics, manga, fantasy, whatever, um, just make it age appropriate for, because there might be families around and things like that. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll do that for, a, a kind of send off, I guess, in terms of my official role right. with Gulf Coast Cosmos. Lord um, Snow will be there. Hmm? Lord, Lord Snow, Snow will be there. So our yeah. our uh, our officially unofficial official main cosplayer, right? Gulf right. <laughs> Coast Cosmos, John Snow, who yeah. um, has dressed up in the shop as Miles Morales, um, as uh, Gary Carmine from. Uh, Gears of War, as uh, Negan yeah. uh, so far. Um, he'll, he'll be a presence for that. Uh, we have a few other people that uh, have decided that they're going to try cosplay for the first time with us. Um, and of course, I will also be in, in my full cosplay as well. Uh, so that'll be a way that we can do this thing that we wanted to do a couple months ago, but also as a way to, to send me off in, in my official role. Right. As, as co-owner slash COO of Gulf Coast Cosmos. And then um, March 31st will be officially my last day. After that, I become a customer and a fan. Um, and I don't know, former, I don't know what, what to call myself after that as I refer to this thing that we did together, but um, as a former co-owner of Gulf Coast Cosmos. So, um what um and I, I um I wanted to mention this offline, but I guess we can go ahead and say it and uh make it official official. Um because um the thing that we were talking about, you being able to put hands on the thing and say that you are a part of, uh we are officially registered in the Black Guide uh comics guide. Uh, as an official comic book shop, and we, you and I, are registered in the book as co-owners. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I, 
like I said, like for me, it is bittersweet. Like I'm, I'm both equally extremely excited about what's coming and kind of sad that the timing is too soon. Like I was always ready emotionally that there would be a day yeah. that I was uh, exiting, going to separate, whatever. Like I always knew that was coming. It's just a little, just a little soon for my expectation slash desire um but i'm already tired like i'm tired because i'm balancing all of those things right now and it it did it has creeped up on me a little bit um talk about hold on i'm gonna be right back but talk about what's happening with main hustle media talk about that real quick uh for what i can talk about um Main Hustle Media is my podcast network. It's the it's the bit at the company in which I do my podcasting through. Um, right now, I have three active shows: Militantly Mix, which is my flagship show, the podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective. Um, that's my award winning show and the show that I that has been a gateway for me to speak at UCLA, Berkeley, the Mixed Race uh, Heritage Conference, and and things like that. Um, Blurred Comics is my podcast that I share with my friend from childhood, Blurred Vision, where we, it's mostly just a phone call between us every, every week where we talk about nerdy stuff. Um, we occasionally get invited though. We, we were invited to be at the Black Nerd Expo in, um, Miracosta College in, uh, San Diego. So while we can't physically go there because they turned the event virtual, we'll be there in panel, um, virtual panel in uh, late February, February 26th, I think it is. Uh, and then my other show by Furious is my my queer show in which I talk about being an angry bisexual myself, but then I talk about queer issues across the board. Um, those of us who feel marginalized from the mainstream queer community, uh, we talk about different things on that show. And from that show, I've had an opportunity to speak at, at PFLAG at, a very, at various chapters of PFLAG at the Lavender Library in Sacramento, California, um, through the California Community College's um, Student Senate, uh, different things like that. So I've had a lot of opportunities to speak on queerness and on mixed race identity uh, through those places. Um, I have an upcoming show that's going to launch in May about the process to become an expat. So I have a bunch of people involved in that as well about what it's like to live abroad um, as a brown person, as a black person, as a queer person um, when you're leaving the United States. Uh, So that will be dropping in May. And then I used to be the producer of Black Radical Queer, which is a a podcast that was created and hosted by my friend Javia Nicole um, because of changes that are happening in their life as well. I am no longer their producer but their show still exists. It's just being reframed to be a monthly show instead of, um, it used to be weekly. And then in the last year or so, it's happened maybe four or five times throughout the year. And now uh, Javi is trying to move forward with one episode a month um, going forward and seeing if that's something that she wants to do. Um, But the timing of my availability and her availability weren't matching. So we just decided like, separate it from main hustle media but still again in the same way that as i separate from gulf coast cosmos i'm still a cheerleader and and sharing it and hoping that um that it is whatever it is that she wants it to be because um in this period of time she she wasn't doing what she wanted to do with it Um, so that's what i got going on in terms of the podcasts um i will be doing a little bit more producing here and there as well through freelance or or connections that i have in the podcasting world 
Um, but I'm trying to grow this collective of um, black and brown women that are podcasters. And uh, we were working on some projects together. So I do have some projects that I can't talk about um, that we're hoping to to make a thing at least by 2023. And um, and then in addition to that, just increasing my my speaking engagements and stuff that as, as it relates to mixed race and um, queerness. And I'm hoping to actually tour Militantly Mix in the latter half of this year. Um, I'm hoping to do it earlier like in June or July, but it's looking like as of right now, my first tour spot will be in Atlanta in September. I will be taking Militantly Mix on the road um, to for a one night appearance in, in Atlanta, at least. Uh, hopefully I can do one city a month <laughs> if I can afford it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I have things that are coming and all of it involves planning that I um, I can't balance anymore. I just can't. So. That's right. that's what that's what we're gonna be doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, this 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 uh actually was not that bad. It wasn't as hard wasn't as I expected. Yeah. yeah. I, well, okay. first of all, I was nervous that I was gonna be more emotional because you know how I am. I mean, even when we talk, I get mad at myself for trying to be um because I, I just wanted she to convey like, the air, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Do I punch the air? She <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I love this place. Like I what I've gotten out of being here, the experiences of seeing black and brown people walk in this shop and be yep. their full nerd yes. and, and feel comfortable to share that with us to mm-hmm. um, to to marvel over seeing black and brown characters on the wall to marvel over seeing black and brown characters faced out um, to the literally have big of of the repeated feeling of yeah. people walking into the shop and going, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, and like, before they leave, saying thank you. Yes. That what? filled my cup way fast, like just overflowed my cup right away of the amount of times I've, I've heard, you know, like a little kid say, oh, they look like me. And we're talking mm-hmm. about a little girl or we're talking about like the teen T'Challa or, or whatever, you know, right. You know, even the adults, like the, we had a, a old head cosplayer come in like last summer that just oh, yeah. cried because he had never been in a black owned comic book shop before. And he'd been reading comics since the fifties, you know, right. Um, and then people our age or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, that have just never seen black and brown people own a comic space, um, the, and catch the vibe as soon as they walk in, whether it's through our music or our posters or whatever, that, that I'm going to miss that as my daily thing, you know, like been a part of my daily life since we got our spot open. Right. Like that's gonna be like, yeah, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad that I'm gonna miss that. But you got new trails to blaze. I do, I know, and I'm excited. Like it's so the conflict, like the feeling confliction right now is just so confusing. Of um I mean, I think maybe it's like when a TV show leaves the air when it's still good versus so that I can always walk away and it's this good thing 
that was in our life versus what if I did just get run down because I was trying to balance and I didn't give a fair shake to either project, you know? First of all, I wouldn't let you do that. I mean, I would have let myself do that, though. (laughs) You would have yelled at me in the friendly (laughs) way and I would have been resentful. <laughs> I have feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's where that's all right. So it's official. We can we can say that we are ending uh, that on a high. Transitioning, yeah, yeah we are like transitioning, I'm transitioning out. Yeah. I am, but Gulf Coast Cosmos will always be. Um, part of my deal like <laughs> it really, yeah i mean you know yeah. Honestly, yes yeah i'll i'll never I'll, I'll i'm so proud of us i'm so proud that we did this together and all I'm right so babe damn it <laughs> i'm so mad that i'm crying um i'm so proud of us that we did this thank you for doing this with me It cut. <laughs> you got the button. I know I got the button. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll still be around, everybody. I'll still be around until March 31st officially. And then unofficially, I'll just probably be sitting on the patio. <laughs> so now we're going to have two bodega cats, y'all. Two bodega cats. Yeah, I'm going to be there two. all the time. Right. Um, so yeah, whatever happens in the future, um, Gulf Coast will always be something that we did together. For sure. For sure. You want me to stop? You want me to press Please the stop button? Stop. <laughs> Militantly Mix is a main hustle media podcast produced and hosted by me, Charmaine Fury. Music is by David Bogan, the one you can follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at militantly mixed. If you'd like to become a sponsor of militantly mixed, please go to patreon.com slash militantly mixed for monthly sponsorship or paypal.me slash militantly mixed for a one-time only donation. And if you like what you hear on Militantly Mixed, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to be your mixed-ass self. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.